grateful for Father's Day. We are grateful for Father's Day. We are grateful for Father's Day. Please take your seat. We are as a result of their contribution in our life. Welcome each and every one of us. And any other father who have joined us. We are in the youth conference. Youth conference. And uh, uh, don't take it personal. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Even this morning when I came and my daughter realized I'm putting on a suit, she said, It's a youth conference. <laughs> Father's Day. And so, can we give a powerful clap offering for fathers? Hallelujah. Amen. Even if you don't know your father, there is a father. God is our father. The Bible says he's a father to the fatherless. So our comfort is in God. Our comfort is in those that God has entrusted to care for us. Those who are listening for us on radio, Amen. May the Lord bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this grace. We commit our life, the life of those that are listening and watching. May you turn and change our hearts towards you. May we become better people, better fathers. May our society find its meaning and purpose from the morality that the fathers carry. We thank you, Father, even today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Mega Church. I'm with Pastor Nani from the Mega Church. In Adrishville, 110 Fesos Street. Go 110 Ciso Street. May the Lord bless you. Our, our title today is Matetes. Matetes simply means disciple. We are talking two things, the grace and the disgrace of fathers. So, as a father, there are great things that God has given to us. I, I, I have many heads. I'm a husband. I have a wife. And I love my wife. And there are expectations. If I'm married, you know what I'm talking about. Wives put pressure on the husband. We have become ATMs. ATM. You know, it's like they certain parts, they they press certain parts. And then from there, I'm not only a husband. The father is a father, has children. So your children as well. I've got a, a 10 year old. Who I'm definitely sure loves me with all of her heart. A darling. Mm. But the other grown children, the pressure they put on you, when they want certain things, the words they use, now one day somebody was about to get married, we're driving from Cape Town to Pretoria, I wanted to drive straight line, me, I enjoy driving, listen, I don't get tired. I drive. I like long trips. And when I passed, I was approaching Bloemfontein. Somebody said, Me. 
I want to get married. <laughs> Not on a wheelchair. <laughs> I want to be fine. You know, I just said, since you said that, <laughs> let's, let's look for accommodation. I was looking for accommodation while I'm driving. Where are we sleeping? Because <laughs> I'm Yes, it was early hours. In early so. That is the pressure of being a father. <laughs> Insisting <laughs> for rights. <laughs> Amen. You know, so I had to stop and sleep to give somebody comfort that she will get married. <laughs> May the Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not only a father, I can but I'm an, I'm an uncle. Uh, there are a lot of expectations. I'm a pastor. Not only of this church. I'm a pastor to my pastors. I'm a father to them. All the pastors I have, they are homemade. So I, I grew them. Send them to school. They, they are graduates. They are great men. They have their own families. I'm still fathering them. I have the community that I find myself in. That sometimes is not nice. Then we have the online community. Some of them, when they write messages to you, they are not very nice. So being a father is difficult. But they are great joys. And I wish we had time. We'll talk about the joy of being a father. Mm. And I'll want everybody to be a father. Amen. May the Lord have mercy. The grace and disgrace of fathers. The Old Testament uses the word up. Father. The, the, the word because of its pronunciation added a B-A so it's Abba which simply means father or a male figure a grandfather or forefather Amen. or we can even use the word ancestor I know for you born uh, again you have problems. We have ancestors. But we don't worship them. We celebrate them. We acknowledge we come from them. We have ancestors. But we... I think the word badimu sounds <laughs> funny, but... But we have ancestors. Yes, amen. I can show you graves of my ancestors. <laughs> yes, to say, this is my grandfather on my paternal side. This is my grandfather. May the Lord have mercy. So the title is based on a relationship. Amen. When, when you say father, it relates in the relationship you have with an individual. There are different kinds of fathers, but I might, I will not have time to talk about it. But you have got a biological father who gave or donated a seed. Most, most of us, we don't know our physical donors, those who gave their seed for us. Because of many things. And so we are not prepared to talk about them this morning. We are talking about fathers. But we don't know our fathers. We have never met them. We tried with our aunts and our mothers. And so we don't have a relationship with some of us don't have a relationship with a physical father. But we have relationship with our grandparents. Our uncles who have taken upon themselves to raise us. And then we have 
what we call spiritual fathers. These ones play a major, major role. One friend of mine wrote this morning, writing to our father, our spiritual father, and said, I'm so grateful that when my father came, his influence came to an end upon my life. Amen. You became the influence. Everything I am, as a man, as a father, as a husband, is because of you, my spiritual father. You taught me things my physical father and even my grandparents could not tell me. So spiritual fathers, Pastors play a major role in the And today we want to celebrate all the fathers. And in particular, since I'm a pastor, I hope your church will remember you. I, I received a call from my, one of my aunts. And she spoke so well. And when she finished, she says, I pray that the church will celebrate that they will remember the sacrifices that you have done. That you give more than a traditional father. Unfortunately, most people can't see that pastors give more. Yes, that mm. is true. Amen. The other relationship myself. that we have is through adoption. Yeah, we, we have been adopted. As Christians, we have been adopted. But there are people who have been raised. I've raised, my family has had the privilege to raise people as adopted children. I've never in my life not have somebody else who's not born with me from we were always 10 12 14. 10 12 13 and these were my cousins we were growing together adoption is very necessary i've come to adopt so many children and make it a personal intention to make Amen. sure they succeed now, the New Testament uses the word pater. Testament which, which is nourisher. The father is a nourisher. We'll get into that. The father is a protector. The father is an upholder. So, we are going to talk about this grace first of fathers. Uh, there are a lot of them, but I chose, I chose four which play a major role in the life of any human being on earth. Possibly there are one-on-one uh, disgraces. But this is in particular how fathers disgrace themselves and their families. I pray that the grace of God will be with us, Father. May God touch the hearts of fathers to Mid seek and to care for their own children. This is the greatest sin of many of us fathers. We grow without care and we have become the ones who don't care. May the Lord have mercy. Malachi chapter 4 verse 6. Malachi 4 verse 6. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. I pray this morning that God will turn your heart as a father to your children. This has nothing to do with the woman you have children with. I'm grateful and thankful to God that I don't have any child outside marriage. I'm, I'm forever grateful. I was saying to somebody else, I, I do not know, I've never met anyone who shares a father with me. I grew up to be a man that I am. 
Even when my father was buried, there was no person who came and introduced themselves as an extended family member who was born and hid because my 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 father didn't care for them. And I was saying, I'm grateful for this lineage that as well I've done the same. I don't have a child and I pray that I will never have a child outside. May the Lord have mercy. Amen. Now the Bible says, and I will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And the hearts of the children to the fathers. Lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. We don't have time, but there is a case when the relationship between father and children doesn't exist. Mm. Children, children struggle and fathers will struggle as well later in life. I've seen men raise children that are not their own. And when the time came for them to re- relax and enjoy themselves, they have no one to care for them. Because there is a program called Kumbulikaya. The children are yearning for the other father, not you who raised them. Yes. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a misnomer, but we, we, we will get there. Number one, the disgrace. Four disgraces. Number one, fathers have broken the covenant of marriage. They have unequally yoked themselves. Fathers are not following the Lord for his ways, but for their own hearts. Most men will leave the wife of their youth for something else. Second, the second chapter of the book of Malachi, verse 11. Malachi 2, verse 11. It says, Judah has dealt treacherously. And an abomination has been committed in Israel and in Jerusalem. For Judah has profaned. Mm, amen. And the Lord, uh, the, the Lord's holy institution which he loves. And has married the daughter of a foreign god. They have unequally yoked themselves. So as a father, the greatest sin any father can do, I understand there are problems, mm. is to divorce your wife. I will prove it to you, it's the highest level of violence. The Bible calls it the highest level of violence. I know you don't don't like it. But I'm saying it. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 to 15. Do not be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. What fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? What communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ and Belial? Or, or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? So fathers are rebellious and have rebelled. And they are unteachable spirits. Let me talk to the, to the children. It happens a lot in the church. Where a girl and a boy will lead people in the church. And go and marry somebody else who doesn't even know God. To create problems for them. And then they come here for prayers. I said to one young person, I spoke to you before. You took your cancer. Enjoy it. And I proved in scripture, you can't divorce. The Bible says you can't divorce. Yes. You must stay there and suffer. Yes. Mm. 
is your suffering, is your cross. This mm. husband of yours is your cross. I could, I, I, you left brothers in the church. And you said you wanted to get married at all costs. Oh, marriage can be can be a cross. Marriage, marriage, marriage can humble you. <laughs> oh, you will be you will be humbled. Amen. Marriage has no fear. There's no person who can say, Oh, my marriage. Somebody said to one woman, you can write it happy, happily married on your stomach. <laughs> so I told the young girl, I said, the scripture says this girl, you can't quit. You must stay. Enjoy. This is your cross. You are being humbled by your rebellion to choose to say the brothers in church are, are what is the way that they use? They are boring. The brothers in church, they are boring. They, they have no style. So I say, enjoy your style. You got your style. He sleeps around, he doesn't come home. You don't know where he is. Many years ago, we were, we were doing counseling. This, this woman, the, the husband was a soldier. He will go to Kaolo, he will go to, to, to the border to do border duties. He will sleep with anything and everything. I pray that our fathers will not be like this. And come back home with infested with disease. Then I told my mama said, Amen. Yeah. The woman was crying. She was sitting there crying. I don't know what to do. Number two, fathers have dealt treacherously with the wife of their youth. Yeah. The most old men treat their wife treacherously. Don't worry, there's a good part I'm going to share. So this one, I'm starting with the difficult one so that mm. we finish well. <laughs> Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 2, verse 13 to 14. Malachi 2, 13 to 14. And this is the second thing you do. You cover the altar of the Lord with tears. With weeping and crying. So... He does not regard the offerings anymore. Nor receive with goodwill from your hand. Yet you say, for what reason? Because the Lord has witnessed between you and the wife of your youth. Amen. With whom you have dealt treacherously, yet she is your companion and your wife by covenant. Amen. So, for the husbands, when you treat your wife bad, things don't work for you. Treacherous leads to an answered prayer. Most men are struggling. I, I go into my township, I see most men are struggling. Bad, bad. I don't know how to describe the struggle. They lost their dignity and their person. Most of them have been treacherous to their wife. When they were working and they had strength, they disregarded their wives. So God stopped answering their prayers. God disregarded their offerings. May the Lord be gracious. Your things are not working. You, you deal treasurously with your wife. Yeah. God sees it. You have a good job and you lose it. First Peter chapter 3 verse 7. Husband likewise. Dwell with them with understanding. Giving honor to your wife. Yes, I, I try my best to give honor to my wife. Hallelujah. Amen. Number, this is uh, 2.1. Mm. 
Dealing treacherously means God will not answer your prayer. For the young husbands and fathers, continue treating your wife as you do. You will soon have an opposition party. Who is God? Mm. Yeah, you will not win against Him. Mm. He will humble you. Yeah. You feel for a man when he loses his job, which gives him dignity. Amen. Yeah, and then the wife of <laughs> the wife looks at him and say, talk. 2.2. 2.2. God expects the husband to be affectionate to his wife. Kiss her. In front of your kids. Hold her hand in front of the community. Let it be known. Amen. But most men will not do it. There is a song. There is a song. I don't know if you have seen Kulenyana. Yeah, Kulenyana is a young girl with fresh ties. Very shiny ties. Who's not afraid to enter somebody's house? And it seems most men like these young girls who are promiscuous. It's very funny. All these girls, it's sad. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, you got an interpretation. I will not say it in English. Sorry. First uh, Corinthians chapter seven verse three. Corinthians chapter seven verse three. Let the husband render to his wife the affection due to her. Likewise, the wife should do the same. Yes. Mm. Have a good relationship with your wife. We usually say a healthy marriage has affection in it. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, 2.3. 2.3. Husband must give, give yourself to your wife. The Bible says, husband, love your wife. As Christ also loved the church. And gave himself for her. Ephesians 5.25. You must give yourself. Great men, great husband, give themselves. When you love your wife, they say she has bewitched you. <laughs> Who must bewitch you? <laughs> so your, your wife's mood is working more than theirs. Yeah, that's why they say That's why they're saying you have bewitched him. <laughs> Uh, 2.4, as fathers and husband age, they grow bitter towards their wives. I've seen it. Yeah. I know a couple who divorced at 45. 45, 45 years after they are married for 45 years. Do you know what is 45 years? It's sad. Men don't speak well with their wives. I'm talking about men, but I think you know about one. <laughs> but we are, today we are talking about fathers, so the women do the same. But today we are talking about fathers. Because they are the heads of the household. They speak harsh with their wives. But you must watch them when they speak to other women. Their smile is from ear to ear. Yeah. All, all the other women, they say, Oh, I wish my husband would look like that day. So, so. Most husbands are Marry him. Yeah, marry the guy that you think is nice. Marry him. <laughs> you will learn very soon. <laughs> That you married uh, uh, Mr. Crocodile. <laughs> the smile, the smile, the teeth are crocodile teeth. 
may not care queen. Yeah, crocodile can deceive you when the teeth are out. You think Crocky is smiling. It's like a sugar daddy. Sugar daddy is like a crocodile. The teeth are there. Yeah, get involved. You will learn. Number three. We are talking about the disgrace. What what sometimes men go through, how they treat their wives. Mm. Yeah, it's not nice. Number three. By Saburaru. the way, I'm a man. I've told you I'm a man. Mm. So I have to learn from these things because <laughs> and I'm praying consistently that Lord, let me stay online. Amen. Number three, fathers are called to raise a generation for God. A church against fathers. They are absent. They are, if they are present, they are uninvolved. If they are present, they are passive. And even if they are in the house, they can also be unavailable to raise their own children. I have raised my children personally. I took them to school every day and fetched them. I prayed with them in my car. One of the most dangerous things that can happen. I had one of my children, my, 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 my children was pressurized by other children. They said, my, uh, Papa's baby. So I had to sit with my daughter and say, listen, listen go and check all your friends who are calling you. Ask them a difficult question. And say, I've never seen your father. I don't think he loves you because he never brings you to I've never seen him come and fetch you. I've never seen two staff meetings. And then ask them, do you have a father? Because the pressure that children who don't have fathers were putting on my child. I, I said, you have the greatest blessing that I am involved 100%. Others don't. The father can be there. But it's uninvolved. Amen. Homework I eat. Homework. Homework uh, Listen, I've gone to school three, four times. Yeah. I, the things I did at the university. university. Special English. English is yes, special. I did go grade one, grade zero, grade one, grade zero. I get shocked. I say, hey, things have changed. Uh, Malachi chapter 2, verse 15. Malachi 2, 15. Number 4. Sabone. Fathers are charged with violence. Divorce. Chalo. According to scripture. Mm. It's violence. Chalo. I, you see, I didn't say it. Violence. Violence. Mm. You know what is yeah, It's like mm. destruction. Mm. Malachi chapter 2.16. Malachi 2.16. So for the Lord God of Israel says, He hates divorce. For it covers one's garment with violence. Mm. It's not me. I don't write it. Mm. They asked Jesus, the, the learned of the time, they asked Jesus a question. Moses gave us the right to write a letter to divorce our wives. And Jesus said it was not so in the beginning. And you say it, it was not so in the beginning. Yes. There's no staple in the Bible. Don't, don't come and tell me Abraham had more than one wife. Jacob had more than one wife. Jesus answered that question. He says, out of your rebellion and the hardness of your heart, you got your way. 
Africa. Polygamy is not African. It's a sin problem. It's a sin problem. Oh. <laughs> because Listen. Polygamy is not African. Yes. Even white people do exactly the same. One was laughing the other time. He says, yeah, you know, I, we had a, you know, this... Uh, Children go to school with people of different nationalities and nationalities. So one of the young Caucasians visited my house. It was two young boys. One of my children, I had a baby who was born. I think it was Tato who was born. And then I had my, my, my wife. And then my wife had a cousin. And then one of the relatives visited. So there were three women. And Standard Bank was running an advert. Standard Bank advert. On multiple credit cards, I think something like that. So they were showing this man, African men, giving cards to their wives. So this young boy, when he got home, he told the father and the mother that, oh, the thing is true. <laughs> the father to so and so has got three wives. <laughs> Listen, uh, staple, staple is not an African, it's a sin thing. Because we can prove it as well in scripture. But Jesus said it was, it was not so from the beginning. Yes, God made them one. Hallelujah. It's a sin problem. The fact that the guy has four wives doesn't stop him from continuing to sleep. There's still no satisfaction. So it's the same problem. What did he make? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, let's talk about grace of fathers. To be a strong father, you must be present in the life of your family and your children. How to be a father? You must be like Jesus Christ who died to himself. Okay, so I'm going to give you some few points. I might walk slightly fast. Amen. Because I wanted to make my points with the first four points. Amen. First uh, John chapter two verse thirteen. John chapter chapter two verse thirteen. He says, "I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning." God expects every man, every father, to know. Mm. to emulate him, to copy him. Hallelujah. Amen. few things about fathers. If you are going to be a great father, great fathers, number one, teach, teach diligently. They teach patiently. So I want to say to all fathers, always be teaching and instructing. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6 to 7. It says, the words that I've commanded to you today, let them be in your heart. Teach them diligently to your children. Talk to them when you sit down. Teach to them when you walk. Teach them when you lie down. And teach them when you rise up. These words must be in your heart. This one is my gift. I do it permanently. Number two. This is the grace of fathers. Instruct. 
There are people who don't take instructions well. As a pastor, I have made it a personal. If somebody doesn't take instruction, I call them and I tell them, I gave you an instruction and you are doing your own thing. Proverbs 4 verse 1. It says, hear my children, the instruction of your father and give attention to no understanding. So let me say to fathers, this is your preserve. Instruct. Children, follow instruction. Fathers, be strong. Instruct. Yes. Most women like to babysit white children. Yes. They can't give affection to their husband. They give it to their children. That's why boys are disrespectful to their fathers. Because they think they are equalizing to their... Yeah. And the problem is the mothers. Yes. Mm. Allowing the boy. Instead of giving affection to their husband, mm. they give it to their children. You must lord over your children. Mm. Do not think as a child. Do what you are told. Try to understand the instruction. Follow, there is a great benefit in following instruction. You say, I'm in the ministry today. One of my, my spiritual fathers, my spiritual father gave me instructions. I never Listen, I will not tiptoe around any person. I blast full time. Mm. Yeah, you come into my space. He, 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 he told me, says, there are people in the church who will not want to listen to you. He says, don't give them grace. You must father them permanent. Those ones must be your permanent reserve. You must Make them aware that you are not afraid of them. Yeah. Mm. So I can have a mood. I'm not afraid of anyone. May the Lord have mercy. Number three. Fathers restrain. I wish we had time. We're going to have communion with those who are listening on radio. And those that are watching us. Towards the end of this hour. We will just have communion today. So get your bread. Get your wine. If you don't have any form of bread, it's fine. A glass of water will do. May the Lord bless you. Fathers, restrain. It is the duty of fathers to restrain their children. 1 Samuel chapter 3 verse 11 to 13. Samuel, chapter 3, verse 11 to 13. And Samuel said, Samuel, and the Lord said to, to Samuel, Samuel Lord, I'll do a thing in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will take. In that day, I will perform against Eli all that I have spoken according to concerning his house from the beginning to the end. For I told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knows for his sons make themselves vile. Mm. And he did not restrain them Fathers, it is your duty to restrain your children. This was, this was the charge against Eli, who was a father. Number one, God says, 
Do not honor your sons above me. Mudimo aruska wa trumpa barawa kuhufitana. Kaskuarere, spare the rod and spoil the child. Foolishness is in the heart of children. Bota elabu modi pilunzavana. Yes, many of us are full of foolishness. So foolishness must be disciplined. Amen. Are you listening? First Samuel chapter 12:28. Samuel Matomo chapter 2 verse 28 to 29. God was saying I chose you. Mm. I chose you. I set you apart. I made you a priest. I made you to eat from my offerings. But you left your children to become something else. So God says I will deny Number two, the charge against against Eli, against fathers. Fathers cause rebellion. And premature death and failure of their children. Sometimes our children die before their time. They die before their parents. Because the, we as parents we have failed. So this is why I say as a father, restrain your children. If your child if your child is smoking weed, if your child is smoking nyaupe, if you have taught your child to drink, if you know some parents say don't copy me. You can't tell your child not to smoke while you are smoking. You are always drunk and you say your, your son when he's drunk is violent. He's copying you in your youthful years. Yes. So as a father, you first restrain yourself. Then you can restrain your children. Number three, under three. Be a father to restrain and force your children to do right. You have to be strong. It takes strength to build a strong family. Amen. Number four. Father's role. And are in charge. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 4. Timothy 3 verse 4. Now in my house I try and rule. My wife is not the head of my household. She has no chance. Uh-uh. I refuse. And I will tell her. That you are out of your bounds. Yes. There are certain suggestions I don't take. I will tell you straight that that is not your preserve. Yes. God will judge me harshly. Father's rule uh, are in charge. Never lose control, Moses. Yeah, never allow yourself, your wife, to manipulate you with some small little things. Yeah. For those who pastors who have just got married, oh, you, must, you must stay on course. Oh, women are strong. Look at your mother. Hey, women are very strong. Influential. Mm. Men number five. Zabotano. Genesis 18, 17 to 19. Genesis 18, verse 17 to 19. Men must command. Ban Abaswanito Rulayel. You should command respect. Oswanito Lila Lele Trompo. You must command honor. The Bible says, God said, I, I will tell Abraham everything for he has the command of his children and the command of his household. Amen. I'm not talking about being a bully. I'm not talking about the husband, the father being a bully, the children running away. No. We are the image of God. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. The father loves his family. 
cares for his family. The father protects his family. That's what God does for us. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, so you care for your children who are doing wrong things. You don't, you don't chop their heads. Pastors will do it. They will, they will sacrifice their children and their families. At the expense of the church. We didn't do it. Mm-mm. Not me. Yeah. I'm saying to you. For God so loved. The Father has so loved. Show the love of the Father. Embrace your wife and your children in their witnesses. Mm. Yes. As you want to be forgiven. Forgive your own family members. Forgive your children. Number six, fathers are providers. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. Timothy Wapili chapter 5, verse 8. The Bible says, but if you do not provide for your own. Specifically those of his household. He has denied the faith. Every man must provide for his children and his family. And lastly, fathers give guidance. Abraham. Abraham. Give guidance to his son. He said, I'm even going to choose a wife for my son. It's the work of fathers. Oh, we work behind. Yes, a pastor. I work behind the scenes to make sure that my children get married here in the church. I've never taken two people to put them here and say, you married. No, no, that's not. But I'll say to the girl, this boy likes you. And I'll say to the boy, that girl likes you. So, make, make some efforts. When she looks at you, smile, please. Yes, I say smile. That's all. And then I say, be nice. Like there is a youth conference. You can just ask, did you eat today? You want me to bring some food for you? You are drawing attention. I'm helping you. So I've done it. I can give names behind the scenes. I remember I was telling one of my sons, I said, hey, you don't know how hard we worked for you. He said, me. The wife was just laughing. I say, hey, he doesn't know. <laughs> I say, oh, the girl has dumped you a long time. Mm. <laughs> the girl has dumped and say, I'm living with her. Hey, you slow down. You slow down. Hallelujah. Amen. Every eye closed.